It's also a day that sheds light on growing anti-Semitism and a day to recognize similar atrocities taking place around the world right now. To discuss, we're joined by Rabbi Menachem Levine, CEO of JDBYYTT, the largest Jewish school in the Midwest. Rabbi, thank you so much for joining us today. We, we really do appreciate it. And I want to talk to you about some of the lectures that you've hosted on the Holocaust and the importance of remembering what happened to make sure that it doesn't happen again. What's your message to all of our viewers tuning in today? Uh, one is that the indifference in the face of evil is acquiescence of evil itself. That being a bystander to, to evil uh, really empowers evil. And uh, it, to quote uh, Nazi death camp survivor uh, Simon Wiesenthal, for evil to flourish, it only requires good men to do nothing. So when we live in a world, having seen what happens in the Holocaust, um, what it should really, on a day like today, remind us is, is that we should not be silent bystanders. There is a danger of silence. There are consequences of indifference. And it's really our duty to protect. I say that as a grandchild of four Polish Holocaust survivors, who myself am named after my two great-grandfathers who were murdered in the Holocaust. Clearly a, a very personal tie to the tragedy and horrific event that took place then. I want to kind of bring this to what's happening in our world right now. We saw last week former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo calling out China for carrying out the genocide against Muslim Uyghurs and other minorities in a forceful statement issued on the last full day of his role. He tweeted this saying, I've determined that the People's Republic of China is committing genocide and crimes against humanity in China, targeting Uyghur Muslims and members of other ethnic and religious minority groups, end quote. So, Rabbi, when you see that this is happening in our world today, um, you know, how does, that, how does that make you feel and what would you like to see done about this? Well, I think it was a great first step. I mean, since 2014, uh, during President Obama's time already, the Chinese had detention camps where they were re-educating, uh, basically forcibly social genocide, we'd call that, of this Uyghur population. Uh, but the past year or two, and this is what uh, Secretary of State Pompeo was referring to, the Chinese government apparently has been forcing abortions, uh, sterilizations, and forced birth control in this population, which would actually be the UN definition of genocide itself, physical genocide, trying to destroy uh, a, 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 a Turkish, the Uyghurs are an old Turkish population, which is in the China's uh, state. And certainly anyone who can watch us and see us and do nothing, again, is really aiding and abetting the Chinese government uh, in their now apparent, uh, not only social genocide, but actual genocide of the people itself. Uh, you know, it, for those who can do something, they should be speaking up and doing something. It includes the current administration of this country. Uh, some of us sometimes feel powerless to do anything. We definitely could protest and, and to contact our representatives who are they are aware of the severity of this issue. We'll, we'll act out, we'll, we'll hopefully do what's right and act out. Um, you know, one of the challenges is that people are scared to stand up to. Uh, you know, powerful entities like China. But when you see this occurring in our own day and our own time, mm. uh, to, say, to do nothing is worse than egregious. Yeah. Um, Rabbi, I want to talk to you about a another topic that's going on right now. There's sort of an alarming trend 
of late among members on, on the left and liberal, liberal media outlets as well. They use this term, the big lie, directed at some Republicans in regards to uh, their coverage of and, and their idea about how this election played out. Um, here's what Joe Biden said at a press conference recently. I think the American public has a real good, clear look at who they are. They're part of the big lie, the big lie. It doesn't stop there. CNN's Jake Tapper uh, tweeted this recently. He said, again, the folks who helped spread the big lie about the election that led to the terrorist attack want to change the subject. Um, and then also MSNBC political analyst Mehdi Hassan also tweeting this out, saying that Senator Hawley is trying to rewrite history and pretend that he wasn't trying to overturn the election. But that claim of his, as I point out in my mini rant tonight, is completely demonstrably, shamelessly untrue. Watch my debunking of Holly's big lie. Um, this, again, this term, the big lie, it has some connections to Hitler and um, Nazis as well. What are your thoughts on this phrase being used when it has such a terrible tie to this uh, tragedy in, in history? I, I imagine that, that some of the people have no idea what they're talking about, but certainly is 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 a terrible term to be using uh, for those who don't know on your show the big lie really refers to hitler's own words later taken uh by hitler's minister of propaganda joseph goebbels uh and the big lie really was to that the it was what hitler uh accused the jews of doing uh, in order to ostracize to pigeonhole the jews and eventually make them the victim of all nazi aggression uh so Hitler said that the Jews had a big lie. What was that big lie he accused the Jews of? The Jews, who were a very small population of a half a million, maybe 80 million Germans uh, in World War I, they accused Hitler, in specific, in Mein Kampf, accused the Jews of putting the German loss of World War I on the German government, and specifically, certainly anti-Semitic uh, individuals. So he, he said that the Jews were doing a big lie. Mm. Uh, and, of course, that was the biggest lie. Uh, so yeah. that term should, should certainly not be part of any political discourse. Uh, and it's actually ironic that some of the individuals and politicians are using it today, uh, not yeah. realizing they're really using a, a, a terrible term with very... Um, which which is roots is really from the worst of places. Right. Rabbi, unfortunately, we're out of time. We could keep this conversation going all day, um, and perhaps they will, in fact, choose a different phrase uh, going forward, knowing this information. Rabbi Levine, joining us live on the program. Rabbi, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too.